Well, hello, everybody. Oops, I'm giving away. I meant to hide my banner. I'm giving away our guest already. Uh, welcome to the next interview in our digital media strategy series, where uh, we, MGM Design, discuss digital media strategies of successful business owners and uh, usually our clients. But today we made an exception because this guest, Jolie, is so amazing and she has so many high value tips to share with anyone that's thinking about an online business specifically selling online. And uh, I know she leverages the Shopify uh, website system in a very, very effective way. So we're gonna learn all about that. And Jolie has so many amazing things to share with us that I'm just gonna jump right in and bring her right on and do a little introduction with her on the screen with us. Welcome Jolie, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so Jolie Beck is owner of Dream a Little Dream, and um, she's also a Shopify expert. We spent some time together, and she was telling me all the different things that she does to leverage Shopify with both of her retail location and online, of course. And uh, I think a lot of people will be fascinated to learn how you can do that in both situations, the brick and mortar and on the online application. Plus, Julie's amazing journey of, uh, of how life just presents opportunities to get her here where she is today. But I wanted to start where most people start with an online business in your domain name. With, um, with that here, I'll put it up on the screen for everybody. With Dream a Little Dream with me being such a famous quote and yeah. such a famous song lyric, how did you possibly manage to get dreamalittledreamwithme.com? Did you just get lucky or how, how did that come about? I did get lucky and wow. it was, I started the business back in 2005. So I really think that if I was trying to find uh, the domain nowadays, it probably would have been tougher. I really wanted dream a little dream, but it was already taken. And so I added the with me. A lot of people are always say, Oh, it's so long. What is it? You know? And I'm like, like the song dream a little dream with me. And so it just kind of, it, it, you type in dream if you've been on the website one time it just automatically pops up so we don't seem to have too many problems with the length of it um everybody every, it's funny though because everyone's like did you do you love the song or you know why you know but it, it really started with this was just a dream and um i wanted it to always be just a little dream you know i dream a little dream well you got lucky or you had great instincts back in, uh, you said 2005. Yes. So um, uh, that that helps as well. Things were a little bit more open back then. Right. But, um, yeah. Since I immediately gave you a plug with your website, I'm going to do a quick plug with my website. Well, first, I'm going to invite anyone that has questions or uh, comments or anything like that. Post them, preferably on the MGM design stream. Post those in the comments and it will alert me on my system here. Um, but uh, also in the description of the event, there's a link for my Calendly link where anyone can book a 15 minute discovery call with me. And so if that is something that anybody is inspired to do without uh, throughout the interview today, it's available to everybody there. So there's my plug. There's the invitation to participate. Uh, and uh, with that, I think we can move on to my next question, which is, if you could just describe your journey, um, which I know some about, which is why I want you to uh, to briefly share that, because I've got so many questions to ask you, but 
kind of what led you and, and you've had some peaks and you've had some valleys and then you ended up here today and it's a really interesting story. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's interesting um, to some. Definitely it's inspiring to any single moms, um, single parents out there. Um, I was in San Diego. I lived there for 17 years at the time that I, at the time that I decided to, I've got a couple pups here and they're just one attention. Um, of course. We, we'd like at this point to welcome Penny and Charlie to the broadcast. They might be making a guest appearance, but uh, uh, okay, so single mom, San Diego. Oh, <laughs> he's handing it to me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put it up here. Um, single mom living in San Diego and I had um, two young boys. My youngest was three months. So he was literally in an infant carrier and I was um, starting a business with a friend. And as things sometimes go with a friend, it just wasn't working out. Um, the business was going to be a brick and mortar store in La Jolla. And um, we had both kind of done our own um, portions of building the business and we and mine was the website and I just decided you know what it's just best for us to split and that way we can remain friends I'm gonna do a website you do the brick-and-mortar store and um, dream a little dream with me um, came about I started with two major brands barefoot dreams and little draft back in the day when they didn't sell publicly they only sold to wholesalers they didn't sell to the to the end current customer and um, Built the website and things were going great. I was working out of a studio apartment. Um, it was like a little guest house under a house right over looking the ocean. And um, it was it was just kind of a dream life. I mean, busy because I was a single parent, but it was great. Um, I soon outgrew my space though. I mean, there were tubs everywhere of goods, you know, keeping them all organized and everything. and. So I decided to go ahead and um, expand the business. And uh, I did that in 2000, later in 2005, um, after a short six months, um, brought in a few other brands. And um, shortly after that, um, I was able to, and I know this is one of your other questions, so I'm gonna jump ahead, but I was able to somehow, um, incorporate a reality television show into my business practice. And um, I love like reality TV. It's kind of my getaway, like watch it and forget what's going on in my world. And let's just get in, enthralled in chaos. And Big Brother was one of those shows. And um, so Big Brother, uh, there was a gal on there, Janelle Perzina, and she had a Barefoot Dreams robe that I carry. She had gotten it from Nordstrom's, but I knew that that was a Barefoot Dreams robe. So I ended up, I ended up um, putting it on my website that it was Janelle's. Long story short, there was a huge group of people that just loved her, and as soon as they found out that I had the robe, the orders came in. They were just flying in. I couldn't get robes in fast enough to ship them within a week. I, there was a two-week wait. and My business went from small business to largest retailer, online retailer for Barefoot Dreams, other than Nordstrom, Newman Marcus, and whatnot. And it was just, it was just crazy. Um, and that right there is the power of organic social media marketing and social media wasn't huge back then. It was still only what MySpace. 
I think it was just MySpace. So um, decided at, in 2007 that it was time to move back to Yuma. I had been in San Diego for 20 years. I moved back to San Diego, um, put my business in a um, warehouse only type um, rental space and um, was out in the counties and continued to grow the online presence, um, hit a little bump in the road and Barefoot Dreams and Little Giraffe both started to sell publicly, which meant that if you're going to buy a $120 robe, do you want to buy it from someone in New Arizona or do you want to go directly to the California Hollywood website and buy it? And um, so I, my business was kind of cut in half and it started slowing down. And um, at the same time, a lot of people in Yuma wanted to touch, feel, choose. So I was having customers walk in those doors, you know, blankets were in plastic bins and they weren't displayed pretty, you know, we're grabbing things off of shelves and whatnot. And um, that turned into, you know, I want to be in a space that is, it still has my online presence and I can still have the quantity of goods I need to have on hand in order to fill online orders, but I want people to be able to see, touch, feel. So I went into a space on 24th street um, for a few years and things were really good there. Um, it was definitely more of a intentional shopper at that point. Like people, they weren't just going to be next door and pop on in and um, people, it would I would call it a destination um, storefront, brick and mortar storefront. The online was still doing good. And I finally decided, you know, if I want to do the storefront and, um, and get the business back up to where it was, I need to be in a, in a spot that has really good walk by um, foot traffic. And so um, one thing led to another, I ended up in the old potting shed uh, down on Madison, 250 South Madison Avenue, and it's right by the Garden Cafe. Um, they're only open during the winter, so our winters are great. We have a lot of foot traffic walking by and walking through the store. Um, and I I just absolutely love it. We are celebrating um, this next week, nine years in that location. And uh, next April, May, it'll be 18 years in business. Wow, congratulations. That's a milestone that few businesses actually achieve. So well done and fascinating storyline to go from San Diego, from there to here and your different locations and, and business models to adapt, to continue to succeed regardless of those obstacles. So I wanna go back and just talk a little bit more in case somebody just jumped on, or I think this is like a, a really interesting part of your success story where you, you either through luck or through seeing opportunity and seizing it, were able to leverage your products being seen on reality TV or through an influencer and right. using that to really market something. And, and kind of tell me about how that came about. And if someone was like, oh, dang, how can I get my products out there? I know there's some techniques that you do on top of that. Could you could you talk a little bit about that for us? I would I would have to say there definitely are techniques, and they can be pretty expensive because you really have to just um, reach. And um, there's a lot of people out there that send goods to um, the influencers, you know, and you have to do it out of your out of your pocket. I got extremely lucky because I saw that, I mean, I just got lucky that I saw she was wearing the robe, 
I put it out there and it just went like wildfire. I would have never imagined that it, that, that would happen. Now with, with Janelle, her, Janie, um, it was her nickname. With her, I got to a point where when she got out of the Big Brother house, she contacted me. I sent her more gifts, like, thank you so much. You had no idea what you even did for me, but just thank you so much. And she was just shocked. She ended up confiding in me and telling me, I'm going back in for All Stars this year and send me whatever you want and I will, I'll take what I can into the house. And um, so it was, I mean, this was just great. And I don't really have those. I mean, I would be doing it a lot if I had the extra um, inventory to set aside or if finances to just do this, I, I would be sending blankets and throws out to, you know, different influencers. Um, what ends up happening because I am not the actual brand. I am not Barefoot Dreams. I am not Little Giraffe. I think now that they sell publicly, I think what would happen is they would, the people that would be benefiting would be Barefoot Dreams or Little Giraffe, you know, so Dream a Little Dream, Dream Gift Shop. We don't have any of our own brands. We are a wholesale to retail um, business. So we buy wholesale, we sell retail. Now, if Barefoot Dreams wants to, you know, wanted to help provide um, goods because they're going to get the majority of the business, people are going to see the label. And that's what's interesting is like, if I, if I decided that I wanted to take everything to the next level, it would be getting my own brand, putting my own tag on it, you know, doing the trips to China. And, and I mean, it's just crazy. And I've really changed my model and my outlook on life um, in the last few years to try to stay away from the Chinese manufactured goods, A, and B, live my life and enjoy it. And um, back in 2005, I can tell you, when I was building my business, I was working all the time. Like this didn't just happen like, oh, I'm going to have a couple of things. And oh, of course, you know, you talk about Shopify and, and whatnot. I didn't have anything like that. And nowadays people are really lucky to have, you know, what they have. Definitely. Okay. So I want to, before we jump over to the Shopify conversation, I want to touch on one more thing that you just said that really struck me, which I think could be helpful to people that were in your position, which is how that, that uh, conversation, how that, that, uh, relationship turned into a, a casual conversation with that influencer, with that TV star. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and so from that perspective, I mean, I think a lot of us tend to look at people that are on TV mm -hmm. and put them on a pedestal that is unreachable, but in reality, they're just people like you or I. Yeah. And, and would you say that would, did that make you feel like these people are more approachable where you could just open the dialogue and say, Hey, I've got these things with this unique product um, that kind of relates to you. I mean, would you encourage other small business owners to uh, approach it like that and just say, hey, take a chance on it and, and ask a question and communicate? Definitely. I mean, you just you just have to take a chance on it and realize that they are just real people. I'll tell you, when she called me, um, the conversation went something like, hi, is this Jolie? I don't, this is, this is Janelle. This is Janie from big brother. And she was kind of like unsure of herself right there. That tells you 
she's real. She's a real person. You know, she just got out of this house. I don't think she knew at that time what a celebrity she was really when she came out, she didn't realize how influential she was. Um, but she was just a real person and the conversations, you know, if you know, big brother, um, reality show, they're like hamsters in a cage and people can watch them 24 seven. And they just had real conversations. Like when they went back in for the all-star show, they'd be sitting on the couch outside and people would make clips of them talking about, Oh, Jolie from dream, a little dream. She sent me robes. She sent me some throws. Oh, I loved that. She's so nice. You know, and I'm just sitting there going, Oh my gosh, these people are talking about me. But in turn, like the business that it brought was just absolutely incredible. So if you have a brand out there and at that time I really did have more of a brand because people couldn't go, straight to barefoot dreams or little draft. If, if the times were changed and this all happened, I might get 20 to 25% of the business, but the rest of the business is going to go directly to the brand because people are just, they're brand conscious and that's the way that they are. Um, but the loyalty that I found in that, I still have people from the, the social media website was, TVCH or something like that. It was, I don't even know what it stood for, but it was where there were um, lots of topics and everybody would go in and just talk about what happened. And all these people, when I get an order, they're like, oh, it's Grammy Dye from TVCH. Do you remember me? And I remember them. I, it's, it's just crazy. And it's been years, but very, very that's, cool. Yeah. That's yeah. That keeps them around. And then there's others that just want to go direct and they don't, you know, but that changed my business for sure. I think there's great power there. And that was going to be what I just said is I, I could tell that it did change your business and yeah. there's nothing to lose. It, it's like, try that's it's, it's free marketing. It just takes time and effort and, right. uh, and a friendly attitude and uh, the, the power that someone in that influencer position has to get yeah. you exposure right. is so, is so great. And so I would really encourage um, anybody watching this to to give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let so let's transition this over to your Shopify uh, uh, your experience with Shopify a little bit and describe how um, you don't just use Shopify for your website, but how you've been able to, um, as far as as my impression is, actually run your brick and mortar store as well as have it run and it, it sort of is all encompassing point of sale to right. online sale and everything in between. Right. Well, back in the day when I first started, my website had to be professionally made and it was all HTML coding and things that you know, but other people don't really know. And um, that's why when I was talking to you, I was explaining to you, um, you know, unfortunately, the shop got broken into and your brick and mortar location. Yeah. Um, down on Madison. And um the, the person picked up my cash register and it was a coded cash register. So we could put in PLUs and bring up the price and they keep track of what we were selling, the different brands and how much we were selling. But really that was it. And I was okay with that. You know, I was like, Oh, you know, look at, I can say, see how much um, I've sold in barefoot dreams and little draft. Well, he picked up that cash register and threw it over a fence to get into the, um, the um, drawer to get the, get whatever money was in there. Um, but really, I'm the one that won in that situation because I was either going to get another cash register and spend hours typing in and, and making and coding it, or I was going to get a platform. So um, I tried out five different platforms. 
um, Shopify was by far the the most integrated solution for, for what I wanted. Um, back in the day, I had a Yahoo website and then I had a Casio register. And if I sold something in the store, I had to go straight over to the website and remove it as in stock. Otherwise someone would order it. And if it's something that it took three weeks to get, I couldn't ship it to them. And then there's an angry customer. So I ended up just falling in love after my trial and went aboard with Shopify. Um, all the goods go in. It tells you if you if you wanted to go up on the website. Um, it is really handy. I had had a lot of experience with websites and um, a little bit of HTML coding that uh, my web designer taught me. But um, anybody that's starting out, if it's something small, they can do it themselves. If it's a larger scale, like if it's a business that's similar to mine, that's where it's really helpful to find somebody who knows a lot about Shopify. And that's what you and I were talking about and how you were really interested in learning more um, about Shopify and everything that it can do. So I'm, I'm so, just really loving it. So am I correct that your inventory management all ties together? And so if something sells online, your your system at your brick and mortar store instantly knows that that is no longer in the inventory or vice versa. Vice if versa. someone comes into the store, buys the last robe, right. the website won't allow that next purchase or it will and it will say it's out of stock at the moment. Yeah, well, I have, yeah I have it on a system where um, it, it'll say that it's out of stock, but it has a notify me when available because yeah. It's so hard, especially with everything that's going on in the country. And it's like Little Giraffe gets their fabrics overseas. Barefoot Dreams gets most of their products overseas. I um, still love selling them. But um, if, if there's a robe that's out of stock, sometimes it'll take three or four months for us to get. So I don't want it to be orderable at all on the website. I want everything that's on the website that shows that it's in stock to be in stock, to either be picked up by the customer locally purchase obviously it's there it's tangible or ordered and um ordered and shipped across the united states or across the country let me okay. just real quick say to anybody that's watching this right now if you have specific shopify questions or general like in in general how it works questions put them in the comments and i can relay those over um i've got your website scrolling along the bottom of the screen so anybody can go check out that shopify experience right now and uh, I, one of the things I noticed on your Facebook page was when products are posted on Facebook, you can actually, it's kind of like when, um, when you do a picture with your friends and it tags your friends and you can like see who was there, your, your products are tagged in a very similar way so that you can, you can click and you can, uh, you can see the price and you right. can actually click and go into a purchase experience. Is all of that part of the Shopify integration? It is. And this is all new. Um, so back a few years ago when we started Shopify, it didn't really have that integration um, with Facebook shopping or Instagram shopping. So now that Facebook and Instagram are one, they've really done a really great job. I mean, they want to make money. They are on it. Um, when we put something on Instagram or Facebook, it allows us to pick tagged products um, to accelerate the shopping experience through those social media pages. And this is all completely free. This isn't a paid um, sponsorship or anything like that. And you can take it to the next level. And, um, you know, there's so many other Google ads. You've got, you've just got sponsored ads that can go on Facebook, things like that. Um, 
that someone can click through and they can either purchase it now through Instagram or Shopify, or you, you can ask, it can say, take me to the website and it'll take you to the website. You can check out using PayPal, credit cards, things like that, Apple Pay. Um, they make it so easy. Um, what percentage, what percentage would you say of your sales? Well, here, okay, here, let me ask the bigger question. Like just in ballpark numbers, what percentage of your sales are store versus website versus uh, coming from social media? If you had to guess, or maybe, you know, no, um, I know, but it fluctuates and it's sure. all dependent on the, not necessarily the season as far as holiday shopping and whatnot, but the season of Madison Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, Garden Cafe is closed right now. Um, they close every summer. They open the beginning of October. As soon as they open, the traffic goes up and our sales go up in the storefront. Um, right now, I would say our sales, and, and especially this week when people are going back to school and whatnot, or this month, um, our sales are right now about 80% online and only 20% in the store. Wow. Once, Yeah, it's crazy. Now, once we get into regular fall and the garden opens up, we are going to be more 70% in the store, 30% online. And then once it gets into Christmas, we're about we're about 70% in the store, 30% online. And that is when and the only time that we make the money. <laughs> Any profit we make during the off season goes to pay for, I mean, we could either close if we didn't have any business, but you know, we've got to keep the employees paid. We have to keep paying the rent. There's no one that's going to say, oh, you, you know, you don't need to pay rent. Um, we have to pay for the, you know, the website. Well, Shopify, you know, a lot of people will look at the Shopify fees. Um, they're there. It's not free. 1%, their credit card, um, their credit card authorization, the credit card merchant handling is included in the price. Um, not included in the price, included in the, um, program that they offer. I think it's around 1%. So you're going to pay a monthly. And then on top of that, you're going to pay 1% of your sales for credit card, um, processing. And, and was um, that fairly easy to set up the credit card transaction processing side of it, like to integrate it with your bank or whatever. It is as easy as setting up a Venmo account on your personal phone. It's all about putting the account number in all the money. Um, minus like they'll take all your deposits and they'll put it in the account. And then once a week or they set it up, depending on how much you're selling, they charge you for, um, your fees. Um, they also, let's talk about shipping. It's so easy to ship. It is so easy. I used to have that process for us. uh, I used to have to have a USPS account and a UPS account and enter the addresses and all that stuff. Now we click capture the payment ship the package. Then it says, how big is the package? Um, did the customer select a particular shipping method? Um, what does it weigh? And it gives us the options. Do you want to send it USPS? And if it can't go first class, it doesn't give you that option because there's certain weight requirements. Click ship priority mail or click ground UPS. It's so easy. And we ship international too. Um, Packages have gone out this last week to Australia, Germany, Canada. We send packages to Japan and we send packages to China. I'm like, why are you ordering from the United States? I don't know. So then you print a label and put it on the box? 
put it on the box. It also helps us with all our customs forms as well. So if it's going internationally, wow. we click a label, print it on the label printer, and then we click on print customs forms, print it on paper, sign it all, get it all ready to go, and you can either drop it off at or if you have pickups. It's and so did you have to input the like the weight and dimensions of each product as you added them to the site? That's a great question. You don't have to unless you want Shopify to decide how much to charge the customer. Okay. If you say that it's zero pounds, they're not going to charge it any them any shipping. Now, I have mine set up, and it's so easy to do this. If somebody spends a certain amount of money, they're going to get free shipping to the 48 lower states. Now, if they... It, to the lower states. So if they um, want to ship to Hawaii or Alaska, it's going to charge them a $5 flat fee because it costs us a little bit more to ship those items that would have been free because they have to go by air at that point. And usually we'll use USPS. So, um, but with international stuff, there's absolutely no shipping, free shipping because it costs, it'll cost us $50 to send a $50 item to Australia. And but for them to buy it over there, it's going to be even more. So um, what it does is it takes the weight of that item and it gives them an estimate of what and it gives them the options of what they can pick. So they've already paid for a certain amount of shipping. And so sometimes we'll go to shipping and it might be a little bit higher. Um, and we just kind of what we call eat it. Or sometimes we'll make two or three dollars on shipping and we'll get a better price um, looking at it this way. But everything's taken care of as long as you enter the each product's um, weight and when you you know when you enter the products that's so valuable and I'm gonna switch our banner up to show your uh, Facebook page because just to recap we've talked about how you've leveraged Shopify to run your brick and mortar control your inventory have a complete online shopping experience and shopping cart simple, simple integration and affordable integration of the payment system mm -hmm. and fully integrated, simplistic solution for the shipping, which I've been doing this e-commerce for a long time. Those are each individually large obstacles for a business owner to overcome. Right. And to know that this system is all encompassing on those challenges is so, so valuable for anybody that's thinking about uh, selling something online. Right. So th this has been uh, really fantastic. Oh, and the integration into shopping with face uh, people being able to buy with Facebook and Instagram, right. which is why I wanted to put your Facebook's uh, address up there. That alone is huge for anyone that's maybe already selling online. Right, right. And we it all is. know it, that we all do it. Right. When we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go buy that. You know, that little lint roller that they've been selling on Instagram is that <laughs> one of my friends was like, I'm this is change your life. I, I ordered this and I clicked on it and looked at it and I'm like, oh, and then all of a sudden there it is in my feeds, in my feeds. Now that yeah. what is called paid sponsorship marketing. That's um they take your Google, you take they take your Facebook pixel, they put it into their website. Now that's all stuff that I know you know how to do. Yes, and you and I talk about that. That's the retargeting and remarketing. So if yeah. you get someone that goes to your website mm -hmm. and then they're like, eh, I don't know, maybe they make a purchase, maybe they don't. But then I'm just later gonna on, that's interesting. Yeah. Later on, they'll go to Facebook and then look an ad for that thing that I was talking about. It's like that's a pretty good from a business perspective. That's a dang good targeted customer. It's a really good targeted customer because you know that 
either talked about it or they had it in, I mean, and it's scary. We all like kind of go, ooh, this is kind of scary. Like I talked about a sunburn and now all of a sudden I'm seeing sunburn medication. Like it, it's, it is, you know, real life now. And if, if somebody, if somebody can learn how to do that, it's extremely valuable. I haven't taken the time to learn how to do that. And that's why I said, maybe you and I need to talk because I might have some business for you. This bump. But um, there's there's just so much that can be done even more than like you call me a Shopify expert and, and I'm really not. I <laughs> I might know more than you did at the time that we talked because you were just looking into it. But definitely there is so much stuff like even Taylor, she's she's my go to girl right now at Dream. She's just always she works at the shop um, five days a week, sometimes four days a week. And I work from home. And um, it's so funny. She'll come across something and go, do you know that now we can do X, Y, Z? And I'm like, what? No, we weren't able to do that. And I look at, and sure enough, they've integrated something new. Like we're really excited because we were able to just get an app for a rewards program called Loyalty Hero. It was as simple as clicking a button, saying what we want to be able to offer our customers for certain points, um, the information we want to gather from our customers, so that we can create their account. And it is so easy. There's no widget that our customers need. They only need to register the email that they're going to use, the email address that they're going to use for their purchases online and in the store, and it collects their points for them. So I, I want to, I just want to pause and, and just remind everyone that's watching what you just said was that right there within Shopify, you leverage a whole new system that was just click and go, right. which was a loyalty customer rewards program. Right. And and the reason I want to stress that is number one, it's, you know, it's, it's like high level e-commerce stuff that most people are like, hey, I wish I knew how to do that. And there you go. And number two, it right. got me into your store. Yeah, I did it and yeah. I came and shopped. And so yeah. that's, I thought a really good indicator. Yeah. Everyone can go to my website, click on the little rewards banner at the bottom and you're going to get $5 off because you're going to get a hundred points. That's what you did. You're going to get a hundred points. And you turn those hundred points into a coupon for dollars, or you can save all your points and get a $25 off coupon. And those coupons, you don't have to spend anything other than you can go in and buy something for $5. So basically get something for free today. You can save up your points and you can earn a $50 um, cash back and go in and use it on something that's $50. So it's so cool. And online or in the store, it's all integrated. Yep. Yep. Just use the same email address and it'll just carry all of your points. It's awesome. Well, that that is once again, every one of these points is high, high value. There's so many people out there that want to sell online and knowing all of these things are right there at your fingertips, I think is really going to encourage people to take that next step on their own. Right. Let me pivot because uh, we're, I know we're on a hard deadline. We have about nine minutes left before you have your next meeting. So I want to ask you rapid fire a couple more questions just in case who knows who knows what your answers are going to be. And it might be a gold nugget just waiting to be found. <laughs> um, uh, so let me see. Where where are we in my questions here? Um, I want to get to the really good ones here. So this is a hard one. What digital marketing do you, marketing do you wish you would have started a long time ago? Oh, wow. Um, I will tell you. I, I, I like digital marketing. Um, I wish that I would have incorporated the Facebook pixel 
into my store and Facebook. That's what I'm going to have you help me with. Um, because I do think that repetitive, um, that repetitive site of those, and, and this is all paid marketing. Um, and how it, how it works is after we get everything um, set up, the people that are interested in certain things, every time it shows it to them, we I pay five cents or I pay 20 cents. And it's just repetitive marketing. I think that I probably would have been extremely successful had I set that up as soon as I set up shop. I, I love that answer. I, uh, I use that myself for my business. And I know it works because people come and talk to me all the time. They're like, man, I went to your website and now every time I go on Facebook, I see an ad for your business. I'm like, yeah, right. It's, it's just Don't great. you want that for your business? There you go. There you go. There you go. So great answer on that one. What advice would you give to someone starting a business today? Oh, um, don't. Okay, well, starting a business today, it, I mean, starting a business in 2005, it's difficult. It's nice when you have $100,000 set, set aside, like if you're going to do a retail business. I mean, who wouldn't want to have, I mean, $200,000 set aside to go and get a bunch of inventory and set it up all pretty in a shop? I mean, it was not pretty when I first moved into Madison. It was very sparse. People, every time they came in, they're like, oh my gosh, more stuff. I mean, it's all about really buckling down and making a plan for the long term. You have to realize that even if you sold a thousand dollars worth of goods and $500 is supposedly, you know, your profit, it's a gross profit because you have rent and all that stuff, but you don't just take $300 out of your business. And when you're a sole proprietor, a lot of people are they're, they're They want it now. They're looking at the small picture instead of the long term. And so I really think that if you're going to start a business now, you need to um, think of the long term and start with a plan. You need to start. I mean, if you unless you have the finances, there are some people out there that can just set up a shop and make it beautiful and open the doors and go grand opening. This is great. But if you're if you're somebody that is um, that, that doesn't have that uh, ability, start off small and. Um, really just take your time to grow your brand and build those relationships with customers because they're going to come back. And, it, and that can be retail. It, it can be service, just building relationships, taking the time, long-term um, thought process, not short-term. I want it now. You so know? there's two, two pieces of great advice that I a hundred percent, I, I work with a lot of people that are starting a business for the first time and uh -huh. I've learned to be to ask this very gently, but you said have a plan. And now I'm very, very gentle. I'm like, so do you have a marketing plan? Yeah. And well, maybe I don't know what that means. I was like, okay, well, let's start by talking about that a little bit more because yeah. that's going to be important to your success. Right. And then relationships, I I couldn't agree more with your clients. You know, I tell my clients, I'm not just building you a website and saying see you later. My right. goal is that you're my client for life that I'm your partner in your business for life. And that's my outlook on it. It's relationships. So I'm with you. It's all relationships. Okay. Sure. Um, it, another really easy question. What's the secret to your success? <laughs> the secret to success is success is whatever you think success is. For me, success isn't necessarily financial, like making a million dollars. Success for me is keeping the doors open. 
and living my life and having enough money to live comfortably while I raise my children. And that has been my motto all along since 2005. I don't want to be a millionaire. I mean, hey, anybody wants to be a millionaire. Like, hey, if it's going to come, bring it. But I'm not going to work so hard that I miss out on my kids' activities, on being off of the computer with my children at night, being able to sit down and make and have dinner with them. To me, that's why I am successful. It's not because the bank account is huge. Um, I'm successful because I'm able to hire an employee full-time during the summer, which full-time for us right now, we're only open 10 to 3, 25 hours a week. That's full-time for me. But when we go back into the fall and I work in the mornings, they usually work 25 to 30 hours, whoever's working with me, one to two employees only, usually students. So I love giving them a fresh start. But for me, it's just success is being able to afford to not have to be there and, and stuck there for, for certain periods of time and also investing in somebody else's future. Like my main employee, Taylor, can't say enough great things about her. Um, she works 25 hours a week right now. And if she needs the day off, I go in and I cover it. But otherwise, I work from home. She works with the customers. Everybody loves her. I mean, there's nobody that doesn't. She's building those relationships there. I still have customers contacting me direct. And I'm like, you know, let's, Taylor's there. And I'll be there on Saturday, you know. But that to me is success is that I I get to choose like dropping my daughter off at school, picking her up at school. My two older boys are on, you know, one of them's a junior. I have a 12 year old, 17 year old and 19 year old. The 19 year old is now in the Navy. Um, the 17 year old, yeah, yeah. The 17 year old is a junior or no, a senior at Gila Ridge. And then I have a 12 year old um, who's in seventh grade. And, um, but you know, I, especially after my son is gone and in the Navy, um, if you want to talk about me being like right now feeling successful, um, I got to spend a lot of time with him just when he was home. I, before he started driving, I was around all the time. I wasn't, you know, I was, that to me was successful. And right now I have six years left with a 12 year old, six years to, you know, and it's crazy to think. I can, I can but, relate to that. And yes. it's an enlightened outlook. Most people, I think, compare themselves to like keeping up with the Joneses or, you know, comparing themselves to who that is, other person and what they have. But yeah. it's very enlightened to know that success is what you find to be enough for your life. Right. And, and that, I think, even relates to, yeah. to, to happiness. Yes. So, um, uh, well, well stated for sure. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I know I'm cutting you off a little bit, but I'm, I want to be able to wrap this up in a timely fashion. And I really, really want to hear your answer to this next one, which is what do you have cooking for the future? Like what strategies and business ideas do you, that you're working on or that you're imagining may happen next for you? Yeah. Um, I dream about having a larger space. I dream about bringing in more goods. I mean, I dream about a second store. Um, and, and I think that when I've, I've learned that once a child hits 16, um, you're kind of missing, you, know, you, you have a lot more time on your hands. <laughs> so maybe in four years, I'll put some of these dreams into um, a process of, of um, building a plan. Um, but I, I think 
I think for now, it's just steadying the course, um, taking it one season at a time, um, continue to build the relationships. Uh, I would like to speak with you about integrating the Facebook marketing and Instagram, you know, whatever you can help me with um, there. Um, I love sending out monthly emails through Constant Contact. I use Constant Contact. Um, and I think Shopify um, integrates with Constant Contact as well. So any new customers that come in, their email addresses are already put into Constant Contact. So that's great. Um, just continue building those relationships, get back to our fall hours. Um, really, really, it's simple. It needs to be these days. All right. Last question is, um, and I asked this of everybody, is there a favorite quote or inspirational quote that you'd like to share to kind of wrap things up today? Yeah. You know, my dad wrote down, he was a man of few words, and he wrote down a quote, and it's my... It's, it's a, my motto for my personal life. Whenever I have a bad day, I, I like to look at it. And it is, um, life can be great. Wait, what is it? Life can be great. Days can be hard. It is what it is. <laughs> it's funny. It's written in a card. And I just look at that and it's like, okay, it's one of those bad days. But you know what? They're all going to be better. Um, there are, there's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. And it's the same with business, too. I mean, there could be not one person walk into our shop and there's still things to be done. You know, you just have to look at it always on the positive. The bad days aren't always going to be there. Well, uh, I love that quote. I, I think it's uh, a great way to remind yourselves that tomorrow's another day and yeah. to remind ourselves. So in general, thank you so much. I felt like I've gotten to know you even better than I already did before. And man, you really jam-packed us with information about Shopify. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking anybody that's thinking about selling online is going to be going to sign up for Shopify right now. Yeah, um, and uh, you, you've done a lot of research on it. So if they need any advice getting set up, you could set them up and teach them how to manage down the road, how to manage their own store, and they can just come to you for the marketing side of it. So... I know that's something that you can definitely help. And you have any questions? You know where I am. I'm across the street. That's right. You took the words right out of my mouth. So I will end with a plug for you, which is uh, if you would like to go check all this stuff out, go to dreamalittledreamwithme.com or on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash azdreamshop or on Insta. It is at dreamgiftshop. So um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you everyone for watching and tuning in and learn. Hopefully everyone learned a bunch and uh, Jolie, thank you so much for your time. I know that is our most valuable resource and I super, super appreciate you being here with us today and sharing all this information. So thank you again. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me, Matt. It was really great. My pleasure. You have all a great day, everybody.